Hey everybody, it's Tim here with Horror Movie Yearbook. This right here is an interview from last week. We sat down with Douglas Schultz and horror legend Doug Bradley to talk about their new movie, Thorns, which will be out in select theaters the week that you're hearing this. I believe the weekend, this weekend, the, the 23rd, 24th. So we sat down with him. We only had about 15 or 16 minutes, but we think it's a pretty good interview. This is available first. We did it over Zoom. This was available first on our YouTube page. Um, so check it out if you haven't. That's Horror Movie Yearbook on YouTube. But we do get a little bit of insight in our time together with what Doug Bradley looks for in a project, what kind of his process is, and also um, some insight into indie filmmaking from Douglas Schultz, who has made seven or eight movies now outside of the studio system. So check it out. We hope you enjoy it, and we're hoping to do more stuff like this in the future. But here we go. The man, the myth, the legend. Hello, Doug B. How are you? I'm very well. Good afternoon, gentlemen. How are you? Doing excellent. Great. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, my name is Will. Uh, Tim is my co-host here. Okay. Pleasure yeah. speaking with you guys. So, yeah, I um, just wanted to uh, I wanted to say, first of all, we both had the opportunity to see Thorns um, in the last day or so. And uh, I I really, really liked nice. it. I really dug it. Thank yes. you. Um, it's, it was... It was so surprising to me, the the mood and the and the setting and how you accomplished. It felt like building its own universe in a way, even though it's a, it's a smaller, it's a more of an independent film. You were able to build this universe. It felt like a lived-in, breathed-in universe. So I just wanted to mention that right off the top. We both really dug it. Thanks. That's a that's a high compliment. Um, you know what you just said there. So thank you very much. One of these days. Um, going to start one of these interviews and, and guys going to say, well, I, I had the opportunity to see the film this morning. I thought it sucked. <laughs> frankly. <laughs> not this time, not this time. I'm those sure interviews, those interviews yeah. would be more fun. Yeah, right. anyway, uh, it's, that's it. that's that would be quite an interesting way to start an interview. Yeah. yeah. But thank you for that. Yeah. The, the mood is, you know, that's what you go for. You want to, you want to uh, uh, create a, uh, a world unto itself. Right. You know, so. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I, I wanted to ask you, uh, Doug S with regard to thorns, there's definitely, I think it's hard probably for a writer and a, and a director as yourself to find a way to pay reverence to the things that came before to find a way to have, you know, uh, little homages and and show your appreciation for your love of the genre without going too far into that. I I, I guess, my, and I don't think you did, I guess my question is, how do you strike that balance? How do you find a balance between um, uh, having that reverence for these things without uh, sacrificing the originality of your own project? Yeah, well, it's actually a great question uh, because it, it, it was effort you know an effort to uh to decide how far you would go you go with retro how far you go with homage um you know i i see some other films out there and they'll they'll cut their their trailers to look like you know they're straight out of the 70s and they'll add the film grain and they'll do this and so you know i i consciously wanted a contemporary movie experience but I wanted to have elements uh, that gave you um, what I thought were, you know, that retro vibe, right? You know, uh, hearkening back to the 70s and 80s. Um, and, you know, uh, the idea 
I think uh, came about, um, you know, a, a series like Stranger Things, I think, strikes that balance as well. Mm-hmm. Right? And they do it quite well, even though they're they're literally set back in time and they have their own rules. Uh, but uh, that was an inspiration uh, for this. So, yeah. That's awesome. Awesome. My my question is for uh Mr. Bradley, Doug B, um, you've had a long, successful career, um, but you've not just in film, but you've also done theater, you've done television, uh, you've done voice roles in video games, you've done audiobooks. What attracts you, uh, what still motivates you to keep acting and what attracts you to projects, specifically what attracted you to Thorns in picking this project? What attracts me to acting is is um i'm an actor <laughs> uh it's um you know and oh god these uh these alerts are being very it's not my computer otherwise i'd uh i'd come out of here and quit quit the mail application but i, I don't like playing around with other people's computers um uh and um we we get the chance to work infrequently enough as actors. And I've always said that we're, we're, I, I don't accept that, that actors are artists. We're interpreters. And we're in a slightly strange position because I've always said if you're, if you're a writer, if you don't have a publisher, you can still be working on the great American novel and, and writing short stories and tucking them away in folders and drawers against the day when someone pays attention. And you can write anywhere you go. If you're an, if you're an artist, you can, you can draw and you can, you know, sketch on napkins in, in restaurants and so forth. Musicians can play at home, even if they're not in a band or attached to an orchestra, whatever. Actors can't do that. You know, you try being an actor on your own in the corner of a restaurant, you'll probably get thrown out pretty quickly. Um, uh, and I've always said it's like it's like when when you get the phone call to say, great, you, you've got the job and you start work on Monday uh, and you'll be working for the next three weeks or six weeks or whatever it may be. Um, it's like they're saying, as of Monday morning, um, you are given permission to be an actor again. But uh, in three weeks' time, at uh, 5.30 p.m. on that Friday, permission is withdrawn and you can no longer be an actor. Um, and it's, it's uh, you know, it's, it's what I am, it's what I do. And I'm in my 70th year uh, and and it's uh, it's an unforgiving profession as, we, as everybody knows. We know SAG's own figures that suggest that 90 to 95% of the membership is unemployed at any given moment, which you know made me smile a bit at the notion of SAG calling its members out on strike because for most SAG members, a day on strike <laughs> is hey another day in paradise. Um, uh, um, but uh, uh, so to get the chance to work and to be in a position where people are just prepared to send me a script and offer me a job. Uh, I am remarkably lucky and I'm not about to turn my back on that, you know, as long as I've got breath and wind and I can still remember the lines and get up and walk about, um, uh, I will keep on working. And then it's, 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 it's always the same 
process. You know, my 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 agent contacted me. Here's an offer. Here's a script. I've worked with this guy before. I vouch for him. Take a look. Let me know. Uh, and then it, you know, the the question is, does does the script grab me or not? And this did uh, just um, jumped off the page to me very quickly as as an in, an an in, an interesting story, an intelligently written screenplay, and I was intrigued by my own character, the um, the ambivalent Archbishop Jenkins. <laughs> um, uh, so I read the script, and I, I think um, I think Doug and I had a Zoom call together, and that was it. I was on board. Well, thank you. So, Doug, Doug B., I wanted to ask you, with regard to the Archbishop, <clears throat> your role in the film is it's very, it's so separate in a lot of ways. You're separated. You're isolated from a lot of what's going on with with the uh, the action. Um, the things that are going on with John Bennett's character, but there's obviously such a past and a history there between you and John's character. Was it hard to establish that report with him, actor to actor, with your limited time face to face? Well, I'll I'll I'll, I'll, I'll let you into a, into a little secret. Um, All right. We didn't have any time face to face. I'm always, I'm always appearing on uh, on on John's phone. Um. So so my stuff was recorded literally as I am now, sitting looking straight down a camera lens. And uh, although I think when we were doing the confessional scene, that I don't don't think John was there. Was he? John wasn't, no, but no. Uh, Matt, uh, yeah, was we came put in someone to say in. hello. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, I didn't. That's that's <laughs> magic and and brilliant editing, <laughs> and uh, and um, you know and and it's good uh, uh, credit to John as well. Who you know he really carries the film, and it's a great performance. And he has to react to a blank screen, which <laughs> <laughs> uh, which he which he, he does really well. Um, uh, it but. There were lots of curiosities, lots of question marks for me around Archbishop Jenkins, which remain unanswered, <laughs> uh, either by Doug or in my own head. And I'm okay with that because I don't know what that history is precisely. We don't know what that his, uh, history is precisely. You're quite right to say that um, Jenkins is kind of in a separate place. I don't know where exactly that separate place is or how exactly he is operating as an archbishop. I mean, we see some evidence of him actually having been a priest in a church doing stuff that you'd expect. But everything else for me is 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 ambivalence. But I like that. So I've... I I didn't worry too much about trying to answer all those questions for myself because then they're questions that will remain unanswered in the film. So I'm not trying to answer them for myself or for anybody else. Only he knows. <laughs> Spill he the knows. secrets. Spill the <laughs> secrets, Doug S. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I have a question too for um, Doug S. Um, my question is, I believe this is, and you can correct me if I'm wrong here, I believe this is the first time you've done the score for one of your own mm. movies. Is that correct? Yeah. So my question, I guess, and it's kind of a multi-part one too, is uh, what was that process like? Did you have any musical experience coming into this? Um, and what were your, did you have any influences as far as the score went? Like what kind of maybe movies or music in general that you pulled from for the score? Well, sure. Yeah. Influences abound, right? Um, synth, you know, synth driven scores. Um, John Carpenter, I think represents to me sort of like the, uh, um, you know, uh, uh, the upper echelon of, of filmmakers, you know, and um, other films that I've done, I've always collaborated with composers. And in some instances, I would uh, produce like something very scratch, you might say, um, template. And this time around, uh, while my uh, wife was editing the film, I had GarageBand. I kid you not. And GarageBand changed everything. I was sitting there and I would, you know, uh, knock out uh, what the theme that I've had since I started writing it. I almost heard the music before the story was mm. in place. And um, and I just kept developing it with layers. And there are so many samples and things you can use these days. Um, you know, I don't want to make it under, you know, I don't want to underscore what composers do in musicians. I'm not a classically trained musician, um, by any stretch of the measure, but, um, you know, I, I just knew what I wanted and I had, and I could today with technology, you can, if you know what you want, you can figure out a way to achieve it kind of with technology helping you. So, so what's funny is, you know, I'm, I'm sticking with, uh, a retro, feel for the film but yet i am looking to very modern technology to help me achieve it right, right. so yeah i don't know if that did that uh address the full question yeah yeah no i mean you answered and your influences of course were carpenter as well and i saw a lot of that in the movie as well that and that and some a little bit of italian horror with a lot well, of. well there you go yeah you've the, got goblin you know yeah. uh, uh floating around there right and um uh yeah you know for sure and of course so. the eyeball scene in the beginning too not just right. not just the music <laughs> yeah there you go yep yeah the eyeball horror was very mean we're very upset with you for having to watch that by the way <laughs> well you know um then we did our job right? yes you did yeah. yes you did uh, um <clears throat> i suppose if you're enjoying it then <laughs> there's you know i don't know i don't know how to yeah but you know what I mean. Yeah, I got it. Before we uh, before we let you guys go, I know you've got a crazy busy weekend. Uh, Doug S., have you taken Doug B. out to any Michigan hotspots to have some have some dinner or lunch or anything good? Uh, not well. Uh, let's see. When he was no, no, nope. uh, no, nothing, nothing, nothing nope. yet. Yeah, we're you know I'm pretty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Made sure he got in, you know, but uh, yeah, he's got his manager here. So we got to run everything by him, you know, but there's a few dive bars down the street. You know, we'll see. There's still time. Yes, there, there you are. go. Yeah. <laughs> They're looking after me. I'm being taken care of. Don't yeah. worry. Good, good. Well, it was a pleasure talking to you guys. Can you tell us, tell our audience where they can find Thorns? What's going on with the film in terms of the release? Give us some info there. 
Yeah. Well, thanks for that. Yeah. Um, so Saturday, I think there's like maybe four or five tickets left for the um, uh, a red carpet at 7 p.m. at the Imagine in downtown Royal Oak. Uh, then starting uh, Friday, February 23rd, uh, we begin our release and we'll be in Michigan, I think, in half a dozen Imagine theaters um imagine rochester imagine novi and you can get tickets now um i think they're even going to uh have a special midnight show um the thursday uh before the friday so um but then in uh on march 13th the film is going to hit many other states across the country um so we're really excited about that and um yeah, you know, it's big thanks to a whole group of people um, and uh, uh, Anthony uh, uh, Laverde uh, through the Imagine Theaters. We're really uh, thankful. Um, uh, they like our movie, so we really like that, you know. That's fantastic. Thank you guys so, so much. And uh, get, you know, get Doug B out to one of those dive bars. You guys deserve deserve a drink. All right. We're going to work on that, you know. Good. <laughs> All right. Thank you, fellas, so much Thank for you. joining us. We really appreciate it. Okay. All right. Take Thanks, care. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. Bye. Take care.